This week on This Galarian Life, the party is finally trekking towards Kragadon. And I'm not sure we're going to have time in the city, Penny, to break up an organized crime ring. Look, look, Teresia, bless you, bless you a little heart. I don't quite think that's what Penny was going for. As they gather information about the Iron Fang, they learn about each other. Have any of you ever taken Hayabasca before? Teresia's not sure, but she's also right now thinking back to the initiation rites. What was in that incense? They realize their enemies are getting smarter. Well, it seems as if you learned from my tactics. This is this is very good, very excellent combat. And she goes invisible. And one wrong move could spell disaster. I just killed a druid's pet or a Disney princess's pet. We need to leave. Pack your shit. Will these master planners be the one to topple an army? We can't go to Russia to meet the wizard Rasputin because I'm not allowed in Chelyaks. That's the problem with it. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life. Last week, our adventurers started off on the path to Kragadon and kind of just, you know, steamrolled through the first encounter. Which, in a way, is super exciting because these characters are now kind of coming into their own and grooving with each other. And an addition of an alchemist kind of helps with the damage output. Not necessarily that there was a problem before, but they're kind of finding their groove. Which leaves an interesting question on my end of balancing encounters. Now, the, the adventure paths do a good job of this in their own right. There are encounters that are meant to be grazed through. There are encounters that are difficult. Uh, it's just kind of sort of finding which encounters are actually the hard ones and which ones are the easy ones. Because some of the encounters that I thought they would get through fairly easy have killed characters in the past. And some of the ones that I thought would be kind of hard are one-term beatdowns for them. So I think in terms of GM balance, you always have to accept that you don't know how the dice are going to roll. But also figure out ways to give your players challenges in combats that aren't inherently ones that you think will be difficult for them. Say if you have a wizard who likes to cast like electricity magic, throwing in a monster to a combat who has like electricity resistance to make it harder is, you know, a way to go. In my case, I don't do all this all the time, but for example, Teresia and Charlie have very, very high AC, so occasionally having monsters or spellcasters that can target touch AC is is a benefit. Um, it's an interesting balance between challenging the players and letting the characters do what they were meant to do. Hopefully, as we go on, I can figure out ways to challenge them and... When you're running your own games or playing in your own games, just always remember that this is about having fun and uh, you shouldn't be going out to kill characters. You shouldn't be out going out to make every encounter as easy as possible so they can just roll through. A healthy balance is always really nice. With that being said, I don't really have any uh, big news for the week. Just follow us on our... Um, just follow us on our social media accounts and the links below. If you want to donate to the Patreon, we got a Patreon. July was our largest month in terms of listens in the entire year so far. So thank you all for listening and making that happen. Uh, you all are super, super cool. And we never expected this level of engagement. And we're just hoping for more and more each month. So I think it's time that we just go straight into the episode. Presenting. Episode 84, 
go towards the lightning. Holy shit, did you guys mash your way through that last episode? Hey, fuck those. What were they? Ogres? Yeah, and, and the Rock Boys. I don't even remember the Rock Boys, so that shows you how much murder we did. I can't I don't, remember how many people I've killed. Infinite. I don't know if it was the new level or the new party member or just a new lease on life, but you guys kind of you guys kind of went ham. I don't even know if anybody besides Laura actually took any damage. Yeah, well, we have four premium damage dealers now, so it's like you're gonna have a bad time as a GM, unless yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, okay. So you you guys find yourself in the uh, encampment, Kasarok's encampment, if. Um, Daniel's intelligence was good. He's um, grounded. As as you guys kind of look around, you notice that there is a large pile of just assorted goods, money. There's a shield. There's some presumably magical items, some scrolls, uh, just kind of lying in the center of the town, all gathered up into a pile. Huh. Let's take a look. Can we get a quick perception check to see if there's anyone hiding in the shadows waiting to ambush us? Uh, sure. Call me crazy, but Derek, you are a sneaky bitch. Well, I rolled a six, but with my plus 18, that's a 24. Yeah, you don't, you can't tell. Oh, not, no. Not you can't tell, you don't notice anybody's presence. If you want, you can give me a survival check. Survival check. Teresia with a 24. Okay, so Oh Teresia, my god, not one, please. <clears throat> uh, Teresia, around the pile, you notice uh, several instances of large booted tracks that almost exclusively match the ogres. They go in and out of the different tents and stuff and straight to the piles. So it looks like potentially this was like a looting party. And oh, I wonder if there are any goodies. Yes, perhaps there's something we could use here in our quest. The two so, flavors of loot. So here's the things you find. 127 gold pieces. Ooh. How many? 127, 121 platinum pieces, a heavy steel shield, some cloth body wraps, an oil of magic weapon, a potion of neutralized poison, two scrolls, and a wand. Also, and this is straight from the book, so I'm not making it up, an erotic onyx statue of two hobgoblin men embracing, or 603 <laughs> gold pieces. An erotic no. embrace. Charlie, Charlie, don't soon. look. Don't look. Serious <laughs> love too soon. So, I, Laura would like to destroy it if no one else. Hold on, not, hold on. It's not because of homophobia. This it is because like, of this looks hatred. like valuable art. You know that the art is valuable the more naked the people are. It is worth. How many? How many museums have you been in where everyone's fully clothed in the paintings? I don't go to museums. Well, that's okay. That's that's the first problem right there. Six hundred and thirty gold pieces on that motherfucker. Does it seem uh, that's a very valuable statue? Oh, Penny, dear, would you like to wave one of those wands around and see what happens? Yeah, sure. Um, instead of just activating it randomly, uh, I'll go ahead and spend the spell points on the scrolls and the wand to detect them. Takes me a minute each, but uh, the first scroll is a scroll of blessing of fervor. That's and good. Then a scroll of prayer and a wand of greater magic weapon. With 29 charges. Oh, what cast levels the wand? Whatever the minimum is. Uh, five. Can you apply greater magic weapon to an already magic weapon to make it even more powerful? I don't know. Really good up. I'm gonna look at the scroll and say, oh, um, Teresia, this is a scroll of prayer. 
Uh, you could just have it just in case, you know. Certainly already have that one. Um, I could keep it. I'm pretty good at casting things that aren't uh, my traditional forte. I have a feeling you are. You got that <clears throat> big brain on you. Oh, you can cast greater magic weapon on my arrows to make them plus ones. It wouldn't stack, though. Yeah, enhancement bonus. But if you detect magic, the shield is also magical, and then the body wraps. Body wraps are... I'll spend the spell points. I've got, I've got 14 a day, so i got to start spending them. Uh, it is a plus one bashing heavy steel shield. Oh. And a body wrap of mighty strikes. Uh, what is mighty strikes? It It's like an amulet of an amulet of mighty fists. Um, it adds, a... adds enhancement bonuses to unarmed strikes. What's the what's the tier there? It's uh, it's just a plus. Why doesn't it say? That's weird. It it's, it's, say, it's might be. It's probably a plus seven. Then. Does anybody here use? Oh yeah. Uh, natural weapons. Um, in a way. Buster. Oh yeah. Buster gonna be kind of like a mummy for Halloween. A very very dangerous mummy. Well, these are some good items. Maybe we could sell them in Kragadon if it's not too bad there. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of business still going on. You trust me. Do you still have um? contacts in the mafia or are they going to be maybe someone we shouldn't talk uh i mean i can i mean i can call up tony's old friends but i don't know if they're necessarily going to be the most um beneficial towards our general mission but we can always give it a shot if we need to and i'm not sure we're going to have time in the city penny to break up an organized crime ring Um, as much as much fun as it would be look look teresia bless you bless you a little heart i don't quite think that's what penny was going for Teresia, the empath reads me well. I see. We've got a war to win. We don't have time to deal with criminals. Not yet. Well, I'm technically not a criminal, so I follow laws. Okay, show of, hand here, show of hands here. How many of y'all think laws are important? Well, Teresia raises both hands. <laughs> Thank you, Here's the thing. Well, I certainly don't support hacking. <laughs> but, like, the general laws. How, how, how do you feel about following the general law, Charlie? I'm not, I'm not sure I understand the concept. Okay, good. Then then we'll get along great. The rest of you? Well, I um I think following the law is good when it's convenient. I think that you should follow laws to a degree to protect your community. Right. Okay. Uh so I'm just gonna say this now. Maybe let's just stay away from Tony's friends and crime it on if at all possible. So Teresia, um I do have a question on that. Do you think that I am a worse person than Gina? Oh, I don't evaluate people based on their worth. Well, I don't mean worth. I meant morale, morality-wise. At the end of the day, we can have all the philosophic discussions we want about the purpose of law and good and evil. Ultimately, it only matters what you do in life. That's why I'm a war priest, not a uh, more traditional cleric. You know, that's actually, I kind of came to that same realization uh, after I went on a spiritual journey in an ashram over near Galt. It was a really, it was a really great time. Have any of you ever taken Hayabasca before? Is that what that is? It doesn't make you feel a bit funny and maybe a bit looser and... Uh, I don't quite... Teresa's not sure, but she's also right now thinking back to the initiation rites. And maybe she's considering <laughs> what was in that incense. It's, you know, it's something, it opens, it opens your mind. It doesn't make you feel looser. It allows you to see into other planes per se and, uh... Come to it gives you X-ray vision. Yes, actually, yes, Charlie. That is the best explanation that I could think of for Hayabasca. Well, I don't know anything about plants, so that sounds like a fun time, a good learning experience. Well, anyway, we've got all this magic now, and we've dealt with these uh, 
ne'er do wells, perhaps we venture forth. Yes, uh, one thing I do want to note um, I can teleport everybody here uh, back home if we need to grab something and come back. And I can do it a few times so we can teleport there, spend an hour, and then come back. That's that's kind of where we're at as, as a group, by the way. So, so like teleport you back to very... home. Tactically used. Did we did we leave anything in Long Shadow? Is anyone here desperate to go back? Like, did we forget well, I'm more, anyone? I, I'm more meant. Um, well, we did leave someone behind, and I take a cursory glance at Laura, but that's not what I mean. Here's the thing: you mentioned this, Gina. You said that Kragadon has business, right? So I mean, most cities do. Yes, correct. So more so than Long Shadow, likely. If we ever whenever we leave Kragadon, if we ever need to go back to get something nice maybe maybe we just you just let me know i just want that option to be there just in case we all need it i understand i can okay i get it i see i see where we're going with this so there are in this encampment there are uh several tents set up a uh, couple wooden buildings one in the center of the camp seems more uh structurally put together than the other ones so what do you all what's the plan moving forward Oh, so this is like a big camp of like buildings yeah. and stuff. This, yeah, well, let's this see what's in. Let's see what's in the command. Uh, your well, um, before we do that, um, I don't. I, I, I agree. Let's just do that. Um, but I would, I would prefer. This worked out well last time. Um, to cast invisibility on Gina and have her look ahead because she is quite nimble and soft on the soft on the grass and dirt. You can, you can just say that I'm short. It's fine. What? No, 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 that's not what I meant. Um, I mean, we're all thinking it. I'm no, I'm no slouch when it comes to subtlety, but I do agree Gina's most likely better at it than I. Okay. Um, is there like the, a bigger tent? Is there a reason my name hasn't been brought up? Charlie, are you, are you a stealthy how, boy? How dexterous are you, Charlie? Oh, uh, no. Not really? I understand. <laughs> uh, it does, you sound you know, like a wandering pantry when you walk. When you when you play the, you play the video games like they always make it look so easy to to crouch and kind of roll from place to place, but in real life it you know it's, it's less moving your fingers on the controller and more moving your whole body. Charlie, if you ever want to work on your flexibility, I am certified oh, as no. a Pilates instructor, so I could probably help you out. Uh, <laughs> I love how the only person that disturbed was Derek. Real quick, I'm not a quint Pilates. Is that like a like well, I can't guy? show you now, silly. I'm in my full armor, but it's just a combination of it's for agility, you could say. Oh, you know, it really helps, you know, keep your flexibility up as your body starts aging. I like to do it occasionally when I'm, you know, keep my health up. Gina pulls out a cigarette and starts smoking. <laughs> Gina, you're going to make me start smoking again. And I am okay with that. I thought closed cigarettes were illegal in Nermathos. Where'd you get those? Well, these aren't closed cigarettes, these are Misty 200s. <laughs> In what world do you think that we, the free people of Nermathos, would ban anything? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> there is a tent in the center that seems more ornate than the other ones. Uh, I just got it. A regular size cigarette is like a, is like kind of small, and then there's like a 100, which is quite a bit bigger, and then there's a 120, which is the highest it goes, which yeah, is quite long. And 200s over. are actually a thing. You, you have 200s, which are like possibly wait, isn't this a, wait, wasn't they're talking about the da the dainty lady cigarettes that were super long? Yeah, yeah those, those are, are generally 120s. To the yurt! Are you going to make the gnome? I want a, I want a jewel 120. Oh, <laughs> And like, I also like one of those like cigarette holders, but for jewels. 
Ooh. It's just a gal. It's it's a milk jug attached to the bottom of it. <laughs> I will say, smoking tiny lady cigarettes, the cigarette lasts forever because it's such a small hole to draw the smoke through. It takes True. forever. All right, Jesus. I cast invisibility. I cast invisibility on uh, my good friend Gina. I take a position to where if anything comes out of the ear, I put it down. Tracy gets down like a sprinter on the blocks, ready to go. Uh, I guess Gina, give me a stealth check if you're going in stealthily. That'd be a forty-seven. I think heroism just ran out, by the way. Uh, heroism a, lasts a long time. I'm a plus twenty to stealth. Uh, heroism lasts like a hundred and uh, ten minutes at this point. So. Oh, never mind that. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. Yeah, I know it's 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 shocking. So. Well, it took you that long to check out what that that shield did. So. Damn it. Uh, I don't know about that. The everything together looting probably took twenty minutes at most. So uh, Gina approaches the big yurt. Sure uh, do. Yurt. Opens the door. Relatively stealthily. Uh, relatively. And here's what you see. To normies who can't stealth like me. <laughs> Sitting right in front of you, you see a large pile of paperwork. Anybody behind the paperwork? Nah, that's good. You killed everybody that was here, or the ogres did if there was anybody here before. Can I go take a look at the paperwork before I tell anybody what's going on in here? Um, yeah, do you speak giant? Uh... Because no. you don't need to, because it's written in common. Fantastic. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so it's uh, large uh, uh, amounts of information on the uh, Iron Fang Legion and its various movements. Anything in particular to note about the, like... Oh, so much. I uh, peek my head out of the door and uh, yell, Teresia, get in here. Penny, you too. I mean, all of you can come, but those two seem like the type would be interested in this kind of shit. Ooh, murder. No, they're kidding. I mean, I do have a high intelligence score, but this looks boring as fuck. Oh, I love writing, and I love reading. Okay, so you guys go spend about 110 minutes going through all this paperwork. Oh, my, my husband. <laughs> my husband likes linguistics. I wish I could say the same. So you... Um, pretty easily find the stuff that's helpful. Part of it is actually Kosorak's diaries. Part of it is letters sent back and forth, but you're able to uh, coalesce several important pieces of information. We'll go down them in kind. The general of the Iron Fang Legion, General Arasi, seems to rule the Legion with an iron fist, but much of the day-to-day -day operations are left to her commanders. There is a commander named Kralos, who commands the military operations. Targreth directs special forces like scouts and spies. A high priest Aslo sees the Legion's spiritual needs, casts divination, and oversees the army of the faithful. And there is a fourth advisor. For some of you, that advisor has a familiar name. Xanathura. This advisor works outside oh, shit, the he's on phase. This advisor works outside the command structure and is seemingly disliked by all except for Arasi herself. Does Not anybody with this name Xanathura? I anybody except for Gina can give me intelligence checks. Sure. Wasn't she the one leading the assault on? Why not? Yeah, can you give me an intelligence check? You weren't there for it. This is a memory check. We got a 13. A natural uh, 20. Nice. Several times, and in a letter, I believe, at one point, you've run across this name. Um, the most recent was probably on top of a wall during the Battle of Longshadow when you guys fought a Morlock priest. The Morlock had a holy symbol of Xanathura, the Morlock god. Wait. Hold on, That's, does that mean that Xenathura is a warlock god? I'm confused. 
Do they have a Morlock god working with them? Could I perhaps try a knowledge religion to know if it's possible that the Morlock god has materialized or if this is more likely just a name after kind of thing? Yeah, you can try to roll it. 30 overall? Yep. So, like, that's a very high check. You don't remember anything about Azanathura at any of your points in studies. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I'm not familiar with gods of that nature. I apologize. That's okay. Um, do you do you have any sort of? Well, I guess later we could. You could. I don't know if you have the cleric abilities that I know of that have uh, divination properties that allow you to like see and ask your god questions about this stuff. Oh, like legend lore. <laughs> stuff like that, maybe. I suppose I could prepare it once we're out of the field of battle. That's smart. But okay, we'll take these notes. Um, I put them in my handy haversack. Oh, you got a handy haversack too. Those things are so cool. I mean, yes. I have a bag of holding, but. Um, haversacks are so good for utility. We can't both have handy haversacks, especially since yours looks better than mine. I mean, look, I've had this for a really long time. I make bombs. I gotta be able to find the stuff that I need. It's a members-only handy haversack. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Laura, with that check, you also remember when you guys went to Raja's Hollow. That's maybe the first time you heard that name. You found notes from Lieutenant Drag. And in those notes... Uh, parts of them. For example, Campaign Day 52 seized Raja's Hollow near the Fangwood border, acquired a fastidious new slave to take dictation and provide grooming. Existing mines seem to produce low-quality iron ore, but Zarathura's little pets report gold deposits in the older mine complex. Day 57 Mm. collapses killed my lieutenant, six slaves, and all but four Morlocks. Zarathura will have my hide for losing her little pets. Zarathura definitely likes her Morlock. Well, this is, I mean, if a goddess materialized on this plane, then we're, we're screwed. But likely it's a little more complex than that. So they can't Indeed. exactly do that, you know? Like, obviously some people don't care. Like, Desta had the whole thing with uh, her friend and marching through the abyss. And then there's the world room that recently got closed. It's And who's to say if the Xanathura is a real god or not. I mean, we all understand Morlocks. I'm certainly no expert in them, but they are not the brightest creatures. A pitiful people, so to say. That's true, but I would worry about that because it is not uncommon for those of us mortals to reach a level of of dignity and um, esteem and level of It's very true. (laughs) Where we we could give spells to followers, but that's a a bridge later. Later on in Kossarok's journals, uh, it is mentioned that they came to this valley because it has significance to the Iron Fang. You learn that General Azuri has been consolidating her power for about two years now, ever since meeting the witch Xanathura in this same valley and learning from her how to open the Stone Road. The Stone Road? What do you think? Wait. Do you think that's in any relation to the tower? Hold on. Real quick. It said the witch Xanathura, right? That's... That's um, Kasarok describing her that way. Oh, the witch Xanathura. Maybe, here's the thing. It, it might be a little more simple than this. Maybe the Murlocs are just following her because she's might be a Murloc or someone liked by Murlocs. And so they regale her as some god when she's not. I do have a question. Didn't, didn't that wizard we found that we helped her with her uh, particular problems, didn't she often reference her mother? Wasn't she a changeling? Yes, Nava. Nava did mention her mother. And I think there are some implications there that she's some type of powerful caster, although perhaps we should have fired further with her. What was the mother's name? I don't think we ever asked. Well, oh well. Well, one more use of that teleport spell, huh? <laughs> 
Hey, yo, what was your mama's name? Jerry. Fuck. Jerry the pervert. No. Uh, no, wasn't that the name of one of the veterans in town? Not that I would yeah. know, because I didn't even make it all the way to Long Shadow, but, you know, I am psychic, so I am currently communing with the spirit of Xerix Bladethor. Wait, is she dead? Oh, no. No, we're just kind of connected spiritually. Oh, you're just vibing. You know, I actually believe that fully. Um, Gavin, you can go ahead. May, you can make a history check on the stone room. 33. It, it seems like a strange reference, but long, long time ago, there were creatures known as Shiamorns, and they traveled by creating extra-dimensional tunnels, and people sometimes refer to them as the Stone Roads. Uh, Shiamorns, I don't think none of you were here when that came up previously, but for the players back in the Troglodyte tunnels, there was a grave that held a Shiamorn in it, the bug creature. The excavator. Yes, the excavator. My god. Are we the only two people who went into that tomb, Trixton and Cyrix? Penny. Penny. Yeah, I mean, Grogu and Greg were there too. Yes, Tracia. Are there are there gonna be alien outsiders? Uh don't know much about aliens. Um aside Are they are they outsiders? I don't um I think about it for a second. Are they outsiders, Derek? Technically. Uh give me Planes? Yeah. Thirty one. Yeah, they're from the plane of Earth. Yes, yes, no, yeah, they're totally outsiders. They're um from the plane of Earth. I don't think they are evil uh, necessarily, though. They could be, uh, but I bet that um I bet that they could also not. Be. Interesting. Troubling response. Interesting. Well, is there any any other information that we find? Um, a couple letters from some of the higher-up lieutenants to Kossarok speak of a place called the Onyx Citadel as a central location from where the Legion launches attacks, but it doesn't mention anything about the location. I think uh, that's almost certainly connected to the one we destroyed. Maybe it even was the Onyx Citadel. Who knows? Likely an extension. The Onyx Citadel, um, gosh, it, it doesn't... Right, yeah, correct me here, Derek. It doesn't ring any bells, uh, um, so... Nope. But just by its name and what we fought, I, I think you're right, Teresia. I think it's connected to the Onyx Citadel. I mean, you saw that they had a portal that people just kept coming out of. Uh, maybe that's how they've been so successful in these attacks, is they throw up a tower, and then they funnel people out via some portal, which is so quite dangerous. This but. is purely hypothetical. If we ever run into one of those towers again, presumably if we enter through the portal it creates, we could perhaps find the Iron Fang headquarters. Yes, uh, that's a bit scary, scary to me. Um, you know, uh, but we, we could. They certainly wouldn't expect it. Do we have, um, does this plane have nuclear weapons? We could just throw bombs through the, through the portal. <clears throat> uh, you, Gavin, you have heard tales of people traveling through the plains to a land named Russia, where they mm. might have those things. Stories in the past of people defeating an evil wizard from this plane named Rasputin. I cast a Maximize Zarbomba. So I... I think he was an oracle, technically. Real quick... We could go, um, I spent some time in, uh, Chelax. Uh, we could head there real quick. Go, get a, I could cast plane shift on us. We could get a plane rod that allows us to go to this Rusha and grab these nuclear weapons. I'm not sure that I'm legally allowed in Chelax. <laughs> That's your problem. I, with wait, man. hold on. Just I listen. also What's going on here? to Chelax. That place is vile. What's your problem with Jelly X? I'm not sure I would do well in that climate. We can't go to Russia to meet the wizard Rasputin because I'm not allowed in Jelly X. 
That's the problem with this. <laughs> this is a problem that is uncircumventable. And we should move on to other thoughts. Though, this, this idea of getting bombs and just putting them in the portal, Gina. If perhaps we could have a mobile delivery platform similar similar to a wagon. <laughs> I'm still confused as to what y'all's problem with Cheliax is. It's, uh, well, I don't have a problem with it. It's just a bit, but there are a lot of devils. Devils are mean. The nation literally sold its soul, so to speak, to the- Yes, similar to the last one, but they've been on the wrong horse, am I right? Uh, what? Last one's a pretty good- I think I've got a third cousin they, in Brasselwark, though, so- They hold back for the savage tribes of Bluskin's Hold, or whatever the fuck it's called. They hold back the savage tribes, and they watch over the Whispering Tyrant, I think. I think Lasswell's doing pretty good. It could be worse. It could be Nadal. What's huh. wrong with Nadal? It's dark. They don't have sunlight. Everybody there's all of, you, all of you have all of these opinions about places. Absolutely disgraceful. Turns out Gina's <laughs> never left Kragadal once in her life until now. <laughs> well, she went near Galt for her ashram. <laughs> Uh, as you keep on digging, uh, Laura, you find something that piques your interest. Uh, there is a large garrison center that has been creating and supplying resources to much of the region, and it has built itself up to a major fort, defending it from almost any possible counterattack. Uh, it is a place now known as Fort Feandar. Motherfuckers. What is- Laura's- Laura's just like very angry. Wait, what, what's Where's What are we? I think that's. I followed my husband there. My ex husband. Well, he's not really. Well, he is. Huh. Um, how, long, how long have you been following this fella? We'll say estranged by death and circumstance. Thank you, Teresa. That was actually quite beautiful. He left me with my son quite a few years ago, and I just haven't gotten over it. But I couldn't kill him because that would make my son sad. Well, okay, that's fair. You got me there. Um, I was able, you know, I didn't have any children to think of when I killed Tony. Well, here's the thing about, like, you know, Tony Tony sounds like a, 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 not, a not a great guy. So if if you had a son with him, I don't think that son would, would I think that son would forgive you. Uh, well, son, I mean, I had seven children with him. They just all died in childbirth. Teresa hangs her head. That's very sad, <laughs> Seven in a row? Gosh. It was, you know, it was one after another. Some of them were probably not from Tony, but, you know. Kilimanjaro. Wait, what are we talking about? Killionaire. Kilimanjaro is the, uh, if you get seven kills in a short amount of time in Halo, it says that. <laughs> okay, that took, that went dark. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Derek, we should edit this out. Derek, edit this out. <laughs> what? Well, I guess if we have everything, maybe we should head on. Unless... One last note. You find references to Xanathura's Morlock servants dwelling in caverns below collapsed dwarven ruins at the far end of the valley. If you check the maps that uh, good old Danny gave you up here, literally at the top of the the ruins. Ah, the giant arch there. Yes, that is where it would be pointing towards the Morlock. So unless there's anything specifically... Or specific you want to find out of these notes. I don't have much for you. Okay. Then um I How how extensive is that fort? Um it's uh pretty pretty big. Is it like are they set up like a is it like do they like just build up around the town or did they like convert it into a camp or like So they expanded the fort out to where the bridge is that you all fought that 
climactic battle and have built pretty substantial walls around it and have uh, some magical protections. So, I mean, it's basically just they turned the city into a fort. Then I'll die a happy person knowing I took as many hobgoblins with me as possible. Laura knows that there is a similar onyx tower in the center of Feyendar. Oh, it's true. It's what they they managed to just show up out of fucking nowhere. Bastards. In your town? Yes. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but your town was quite small. Why would they? It's seated in the middle of Nermathos and that has access to river. You can. Oh, well, that's a big deal. Yes. I will kill them all. Yeah, we walk out. It's time to rebuild that bridge. Let's let's get cracking. I'll blow it up again. How long did that take us? Maybe sixty minutes, Derek. Uh, let's let's say sixty. <laughs> nice, sixty-nine. <laughs> okay, everybody steals heroism for a whole minute. All right, we walk mm. out of the tent. Uh, as you walk out the tent, you notice around the bodies of the boys you slayed, several creatures. Classic, Derek. Make us fight giant, horrible ogres. But then also give them tiny, give their animal companions just tiny little puppy, puppy husky. I'm very, I'm, you know, we probably shouldn't attack the dogs. I'm very much a dog person. At one point, I did own three pit bulls. Uh, they're wolves. Uh, so they're kind of just rustling through the bodies. Okay. Do we want to do this quick and attack quick? Hey, there's no, if they're just rustling for loot, there's no, there's no saying that they're evil. They're That's probably true. evil. We should put them down. Make you, you know, all of you checks. acknowledge what? Local. I don't have that skill. I got a twenty-six. Uh, ogres are usually evil. Ah, so they're ogres. They eat people. Would you like me to go talk to them? I might be able to convince them to leave us alone. Or hear me out. If I if I talk to them, you summon a pit. Then yes, but otherwise yeah, exactly. no. We do have another option, and just hear me out. We I cast flying on everybody, and we just go the other way. Maybe. Or we Derek, could use our aerial uh, advantage to punt them down. Eric, could I do a sense motive to see if they're looking through the corpses as scavengers or as perhaps fellow soldiers who've lost uh, compatriots? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, God, natural one for a 16. Could I roll could... that as well? Yeah. Uh, Teresa, you don't know, but you um, you recognize they have similar uh, clan symbols. I rolled a 29. Oh, oh, oh. Gina, you get perhaps more than Teresa ever wanted. Uh you get the impression that this is a ruse, and they're acting dumb. But one of them, just ever so slightly when you walk out the tent, glances at you, and then goes back to his work. Oh, so this is a trap? All right, that's, I, that's, check, uh, I check a bomb at him. Uh, yeah, that, no, that's... no, 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 wait, wait. How about we quietly talk, and as, I, as we do, I cast Fly on the ones who have ranged weaponry, and myself. And then the two that don't can go ahead, and we can help from the sky. Roger that, Mad Bomber. Can you please give us a strike? Mad Bomber and Fighter Pilot. Okay, so you're gonna cast a fly spell? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and, um, uh, I'll, I'll quietly, with silent, uh, my silent dagger, cast fly on these people. That still has, uh, material components, right? Material? Not, not, not material, somatic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to stop that. It's just I'm doing it quiet, quietly. Um, I don't have any. Can I? Can I bluff it? I don't think. I don't know if bluff. I, I'm pretty sure that's a feat. You know. Um, yeah, it is. It's a concealed spell. I think. I mean, there's feign harmlessness. Um, so you attempt to convince your target you are harmless through your actions and posture. Um, yeah, so he, here's what's going to happen. You get your spells off, but the second one steps forward. Oh, oh, oh. puny humans! You try cast spell. 
We know you here. We know you here whole time. Now, now time for us to kill. I shoot him. I'd recommend you surrender now. Die. Real quick, real quick. I I got fly off on uh, William's character and Beckley's. Okay, but not you. But not me. No, I'm okay with that. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Ah, damn, I got a 10. Five plus five. Another natural 20 from Tarazza. A lot to die. Roll up to 21. Uh, yeah, I have a 17 on initiative. I have a 26. 21, I'm sorry. Um, So it is Tarazza's turn first. I'd recommend you all surrender now. Tarazza will turn on her sacred armor and then standard cast the spell Archon's Aura, 20 foot radius. Either they'll get there first or I'll get there, but only the will save either way. When it happens, just let me know. Okay. The first ogre will charge down at Teresia. What's the will save? It's a 20. The DC's a... Yeah, he passes. So that's nothing. It's not a half or... It's just no effect. No effect. Um, so he's going to attempt to swing his great sword at you. It's a 40 hit. Yes. Uh, the attack is hits like particularly hard. Uh, you think it's because his armor, which matches that of like a rhinoceros hide, kind of like helps him get some pressure onto his greatsword, and he swings it at you, and you take 28 points of damage. Okay. And it is Penny's turn. All right, we got a real quick tactical choice. So either I give Teresia haste, or I give uh, Laura and Gina haste. Which which one is it going to be? Give it to the ranged. Then I give I go ahead and cast haste on everybody but Teresia. Let me mark that off. And then I'll go ahead and step up here. And that's my turn. Gina Pendleton, come on down. So I'm hasted. And you can fly. So that's double movement speed, right? Double bomb. Up to 30 feet. How high up in the air are you? Uh, 20 feet, probably. I like it. I like it. I like it. So I assume I would take a range penalty. Yeah, just one. But with haste, it'll just be my flat. Oh, yeah. We're going to go with uh, Sticky Bomb on the Ogre so that he will take splash damage the next round if this hits. Uh, does a 25 hit? Yeah. Touch AC? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll take 31 fire damage if the dog could roll me a reflex save. Oh, we f- he fails. He gets 11 splash damage. And then no, this, this no. guy's next turn, he's going to take uh, 11 flash damage as well. Um, and since I moved, that is the end of my turn currently. Um, It is the second one's turn. <sighs> so the second one's going to run on down and also do this charge attack thing on um, Teresia. Uh, 34 doesn't confirm, does it? No. Fucking Christ, Teresia, you're scaring the shit out of me. Now that I've refreshed, I'm down to one. Uh, 28 points of damage. Hmm, interesting. Ogre is right there. Gina, this will be against your flat foot. 25 hit. Me? Yeah. What is this attack? Oh, you'll find out. It's against your flat foot. Yes, that hits. What seems like two lightning bolts come shooting out of the back. Uh, You're going to take 51 points of damage. And then in the back, flying several feet in the air is a another creature that looks to be an ogre. She looks like that. And she has a big old bow and arrow that looks like it just shot lightning. Now the rapid shot. Um, One moment. I'm so excited for Gina to die. Laura, this is against you. Uh, Laura, there's a 35 hit. It sure does. 
Uh, ooh, take 32 points of damage, five of which is electricity. It's a good thing I'm immune to electricity. Oh, nice. Um, and she'll take a shot at Teresia because she knows Teresia's not doing great. Are we going to... Uh, 28 misses. Okay. Uh, Derek, I do yeah. need both the dogs and the uh, other, other ogre one. to make okay. 16. We'll say. Uh, the dogs are going to miss it. Damn, 25 for the ogre. Okay, so both the dogs have negative two on attack, saves, and AC. Yeah, they're CR3, so... All right. What is she firing, if I may ask? A large longbow. With arrows? Yeah, with, uh... It's a... Give me, give me a spellcraft check. That's a 27. It's a shock longbow. Okay, but they're still firing with arrows. Yes. Dang, what the 2d6 come from? That was a mini shot, sorry. Okay, uh, Charlie, your turn. Um, okay. Then I will go grab for the big or, uh, ogre. Does that provoke an attack of opportunity? Yeah, uh, I'd, charge. Yeah, or I will just take it. From the dog, right? Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. Or from the ogre. Even if I'm running at him straight like that? Yeah, because he is, he is reach. Okay. 33. That'll hit. Uh, 20 points of damage. Okay. Um, and I believe I can only roll one attack here, so I will I will do that. You you just, you guys don't My get the same. Yeah, they don't look nearly as strong as the uh, the boys. Okay. 26, Derek. Yeah, it hits. Okay. 23 damage, it looks like. That one doesn't look great. It looks like one good hit could... Uh, you going to do your intimidate right? thing? Uh, yeah, I will. I will roll to intimidate. Uh, 39 in that roll. Uh, yeah, he's very spooked. Okay, well then I will attack again. Uh, 24, so that likely will not hit. Uh, that hits. Oh, it does. Okay, 16 damage. Uh, uh, I said one good hit. Uh, a little bit better than that would have done it. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't a great one. I think it was a nat one on the damage roll. Yeah, it was straight ones on the yeah. rip. Okay, Laura. Finish him off. Go after the bitch. Yeah, yeah you need I, to think, that I think I need to be targeting them. Oh, sorry, after Laura. I mean, I wouldn't even target the yeah. uh, guy on the left because he's going to take splash damage. His oh, that's true. Upcoming uh, turn. Could, this may seem weird, but can you delay till after me? I know you'll you'll basically you basically lose a round, but I think I want to cast great invisibility on you. And well, I, think, I mean, also, what's her name is going to the uh, the giant ogre lady got a twenty seven, so she's also going to be like going immediately. Or did she delay until she thought the moment was right? Yeah, she delayed. Okay. Until so after you, the second one. If you delay till after me, I could go up to you, cast invisibility, greater invisibility on you, and then you get flat-footed from her, and plus two to hit, stacked with the haste and the you know the the heroism. No, no, that makes sense. I'll okay. delay. Okay. Uh, then Teresia. All right. So Sam, are you pretty sure this thing's gonna die next round? The one on the left. I mean, he said one good hit, but sixteen didn't do it. He's gonna automatically take eleven splash damage. Okay. Teresia okay. will swift action cast Divine Power on herself. That doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity. Then go after the big O. I will then take a five-foot step and do a, uh. full, do a full round attack fighting defensively to boost my AC a little bit. Now, Divine Power gives me the effect of haste in terms of extra attack, so... Oh, shit. Really? That's awesome. 18, 13, 19. Wow, that was shit. Is that, that counts to Divine Favor stuff? Oh, she yeah. just rolled two, two, and a four. Uh. Yeah, none of them. Bonus, bonus attack. Well, hold on, hold oh. on, hold on. Nope. The 19 hits. Ooh. Is he charged? That's the shield bash. Bang! Uh, 14 damage from that shield bash. The bonus longsword attack hits for a 30. Okay. For an additional 14 damage. Okay. Um, It is the first one's turn. He'll now, take 11 splash now, damage. 
Does it say it's on his turn? Yeah, that's always how that works. Effects of the alchemist bombs are persistent and continue to damage the creature for one round after the initial damage. Creatures that take a direct hit from a sticky bomb take the splash damage one round later. Touche. Yeah, yeah that doesn't work like uh, the other yeah. abilities. Thank God. <laughs> Someone has to do it. Uh, he five foot steps back and he's going to do a vital strike power attack on Charlie. 35. That'll hit. Uh, 49 points of damage. Ooh, I'm not looking good. Uh, Penny. I'll go ahead. Do it. Do it. Run over to my good friend here and cast Greater Invisibility on her, and then flip off the bow lady. Is that your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Or are, you, are you going to intercede, or... Oh god, I'm gonna fucking... It's time to start killing. Remember, I have a plus five. You have that temp thing. One from haste, two from heroism, two from uh, Greater Invisible. And this is also for flat-footed. Jesus. Alright. God, okay. So it's the flat-footed... Here, I'll just roll the... So the first shot was a 38 without bonuses to flat-footed. Does that hit? Uh, yes. All right, that's a 18 damage. Uh, and I apply my uh, my negatives to her. Uh, burrowing shot. Burrowing shot, yeah. Um, and then it's a 21 plus haste plus... What else was there, Gavin? Invisibility for two, so that's three. What else is there? Did you yeah. not add the five already? No, that is not. Okay, five. So 26. Does a 26 hit her flat? Yes. Uh, 19 more damage. And then uh, 25 touch hit her flat? Yes. All right, that's 16 more. And then my final shot. Max bad. That hits. 29 hits. Uh, 19 more damage. Okay. Uh, G- Gina. Um, so the first one, the sticky bomb. What kind of bomb damage was it? Fire? Fire. Uh, his armor kind of like gets a second wave from the bomb and he is at zero hit points so he is currently disabled um i drink a extract of greater invisibility and fly right here (laughs) hey you never cease to surprise me sam uh how high are you still about 20 feet in the air that's this one's turn it's probably not gonna work but he power do i want a power attack or do i not want a power attack I think she power attack as much damage as possible. Five foot step. So a natural one on the first one, and a natural two on the second one. So he just swings wildly. What a fucking madman! Misses. Uh, it's the bow's lady. Bow lady's turn. She is. And uh. Flipped her off. She can't kill me. And she's gonna look at the party and go. Well, it seems as you, if you learn from my tactics, this is this is very good. Very excellent combat. And she goes invisible. Goddamn Oni. Who next? Uh, it is Charlie's turn. So the the one in front of you, Sam, is unconscious. I will attack the nearest ogre. Uh, it's, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to coup de gras this guy, or do you want to go after the big one that's currently alive facing Teresia? I'm going I'm to go after the big one. Might as well do that. I'll charge. Um, and yeah, I'll attack with the Fukata. Uh, looks like a 36 on that attack. Uh, yes, that hits. 23 damage. And I will, of course, intimidate. 32. Uh, oh, that's probably that's a tweener. Uh, yeah, you got it. Okay, I'll attack again. So 37 on the attack, so I assume that hits. And 26 damage. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, up, but not looking great. Teresia. We end this now. I five foot step. I cease fighting defensively. 
I want to just fuck his shit up. 38, 26, 38. Uh, 38 hits. Only the, okay. Uh, 16 damage and 15 damage on the shield bash, so a total of 31. Uh, the, only the first one hits, man. Oh. Uh, because he dies when you hit it. I can't keep hacking his corpse to make sure he's well, dead? I guess, you, I guess you can. Well, no. If he's not like the other one, then yeah, it's fine. Okay. Where's the other one? Uh, he is currently... No, the cast, the, the bow. Oh, they went invisible. Can you see them through your magical means? Um, can I see them? Let me think about it. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, it is Penny's turn. Penny, you just gotta search the battlefield with your pit. I think, let me think for a second of tactics. I will go ahead. God, I really wish I had, like, see invisibility or something. I'll do nothing. I'll go ahead and delay. Just listening. Oh, no, no, Laura. So what can we see right now? Just uh, dead... Dead ogres and some dogs who are way out of their league. I would I would just also delay till she shows up next. It'll be like the round after next. All right, I'll, I will uh, wait for murder if they decide to show themselves. Oh, God. Uh, Penny, are you invisible? No, I'm also not worried. Right. Well, if uh, anyone shows themselves, they're going to get a shitload of arrows. Uh, Big arrows. Gina. I doubt an extract of seeing invisibility. Where is she? You just see her in the distance flipping you off. That would actually be pretty good. Uh, she's about 20 feet above the ground there. Then I use my move action to move right there. Okay. Is anybody going to enter? Well, I guess nobody else sees her. Yeah, she's invisible and I'm invisible as well. Okay. Uh, so she says, through the invisibility, you kill my most trusted lonely ogres that that were doing good under my watch. I, I cannot let this stand. And becomes visible. And what stands before you is no longer a creature that looks like an ogre. If anybody has knowledge planes. Do I? Oh, good. Is Xanathera herself? Goddamn fucking Oni. Knowledge planes. I haven't heard that name in years. I got a 40, Derek. Uh, yeah, this isn't an ogre. It's, in fact, a creature called an Oni. Oh. In the ogre Ooh, I have a monkey variety. statue. Um, and I need... Charlie, Teresia, and this little pupper over here. Uh, give me reflex saves. Uh, what spell is she casting? Cone of Cold. She does take a 25% fail chance because there's a giant arrow in her, unless she took the time to rip it out. The standard action? Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me read. Thank no, you. it takes a heal check, I thought. You can That's rip it out, but if you do it, pain. you start bleeding real bad, too. So 26 or higher. Uh, she gets it. Then I will counterspell. Uh, it's a fifth level spell, right? Does that work on spell-like abilities? It, yes, because it's spell-like. It's like the spell, if that makes sense. Ooh, a 26. So her caster level plus 11 is the DC. Uh, you got it. She's CL9. Yeah, so the I just, I, I like, as she goes visible and starts casting, I'm like, I smile. And Where the fuck's I, she going? Where the fuck's she going? And I conjure a, like, like, it looks kind of like the opposite of a cone of fire and just like close my hand around it to where the the cold itself gets consumed by the fire and all of the energy just goes right back to her hand. Is there a range on counter spell? Yeah, range is medium, so. Okay, and then she uh, takes off flying back. Laura, were you not going to intercede when she became visible? I guess it's Laura. Laura's How about not? Then. Yeah, okay. Laura. As soon as she comes visible, it's murder time. Is the uh, intercede, do I get my full eye? Yeah. All right, um, I assume a 40 plus hits it flat-footed. 19. Um, a 32? 33. 
33 hit. Uh, 25 damage. Um, and then, wow, that was a terrible roll. That's a three. Wow. Um, I'm just going to suit. Well, does a 18 hit her flat? Uh, no. Well, then, haste shot. That's all over what I need. 19 more damage. Damn it. Gosh, she's taking like 120 damage. Charlie. Yeah, she's a goddamn Oni. Um, he is I... up in the air, Charlie, so I'm not sure we can, you and I can do much to her unless you have a ranged attack or some kind of something for that. I guess I can hold my attack just in case she's knocked to the ground or something. Oh, yeah, she's flying. Yeah, if she flies by, you can... Okay, I'll do that. I'll just hold and be ready if she makes the foolish mistake of coming near me in my Falcata. Uh, Teresia. Teresia will rush down here, and she will aid Laura And in, ten, in terms of aiding. What I Actually, or would you prefer it, Penny? An aid to AC. Oh, give it to Laura. I'm fine. I will aid Laura's AC with my quickened abilities and attempt to deflect any incoming arrows. But you can't really see Laura, so you probably have to aid me. Oh, hey, that's... you have to be threatening a creature to aid against it. Oh, that oh. is true. Uh, and you can only aid on melee attacks. Very well. In that case, uh, where are the dogs doing? Uh, they're kind of sad because their friends died. So they're just pouting very heavily. Kudigar has a full round action, right? No, yeah, but, please! But also, like, please, no. they're not helpless, so... I'm not talking about the dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Penny. Wait, no. I mean, that one you're in front of is definitely dead dead. Teresia will isn't. move over here and just attack the unconscious one, stab him in the throat. <laughs> That's smart. Okay, he died. <laughs> Come down here and fight us, witch. And Penny. then I will swift action channels a quick heal to Charlie and me after I've killed them. Ah, uh, Penny. Charlie and I each heal for 17. I will. Um, God, I'm trying to think of a way I could quickly help Gina. Um, I I'm can't invisible, see. though. Yeah, I know you're invisible. That's why I'm like, is there any? But she's also... Uh, so how far away is she? From me? No, from me. 70 feet. Okay, then I will... I am trying to think of something that makes it to where she's easier to hit. How does Mudball work? That's a goblin-only spell, so... Yeah, well, I have it. Um, let's see. Derek's making me feel guilty about using that spell. I will... God, I don't think I can help you any. I don't think you need my help, but, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to... You know, let's just assume she's going to make it out. I'm going to cast Grease on her weapon, and I'm going to heighten it to fifth level. Jesus Christ, it's so slippery. <laughs> Could you make me a reflex save, Derek? I can try. Do you have the feet? It's close range. Is Grease close? Yeah. Let's see, then that would be 50, that would be at 55 feet, so that's too far away. Then I won't do that, I will instead. You could move first. Uh, but but I, to heighten it, it'll take a full round action, so. Um, she's also 40 feet about in the air, so she's up a little bit further than 70. That's fine. Let me, I don't want to take up too much time looking at my spells, so I think what I will do is move closer where I'm like right below her. And then I'll cast Grease as a first level spell, which is far less high of a DC. Okay. And it says 19, but it's 21 because I got spell focus and greater spell focus. 21. Yeah. That would, uh, yeah. Oh, well, you rolled it, so that's good. Um, then uh, she holds onto her weapon, but every time she uses it, she has to reroll that check, so. Uh, Gina. What's my range penalty if I move five feet? Minus three, I believe. Okay, perfect. Florence attack, so it's going to be four bombs. Uh, one of them is going to be a blinding bomb, and the rest are going to be sticky bombs. Oh, she gets blighted, then her AC drops even more. Well, you, she is flat. Oh, yeah, and uh, we did do fly 
uh, attacks whenever we fought the rocks, we did that wrong. It's just a DC 10 flat check to lose 10 feet of altitude. Does uh, 18 hit her flat foot? And touch. Or, yeah, sorry, not flat foot. Touch AC. Oh, but also flat foot because you're greater invisible. Yeah, it wouldn't hit either (laughs) one, but it hits them both combined. Hold on, can you explain that? Yeah, because that sounds like you're, like, fucking with me. So to explain what Derek's trying to trying to so you know what flat footed is yes you know what touch is yes yeah. uh, because there are a multitude of penalty or bonuses that apply to either one but there are only a few since you're greater invisible and you're using a touch attack uh, she gets both the negatives from flat footed and the negatives from touch which are separate okay so only the only sense. AC penalties that apply or the bonuses are like luck morale and. Uh, uh, deflection. It's a very, very bad situation. Okay, so she'll take 30 fire damage. Um, I'm going to need her to make a DC 24 save. Oh, motherfucker. She's blinded now. She rolled a fucking natural two. She needed a four. Bitch. <laughs> okay. Goddamn. Okay. Never uh, lucky. Then I'm assuming an 18 will hit again, so she'll take 30 more fire damage. Yeah, she's dead. Fantastic. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Uh, Goddamn, fuck this lady. Fucking lightning man. I actually want to look at that lightning bow. Oh, it's large. I can't use it. Damn. Uh, That's all fire damage, right? Yep. Uh, bombs are not subject to spell resistance. Um. Okay. Oh, damn it. She had a potion of displacement on her the whole time. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, I get it. Fire damage, they'd regenerate if it wasn't for the bombs. Ah. You're welcome. Then I look at the one on the ground over there. We never hit that one with fire damage. Those are regular ogres, not onis. Oh, okay. Whew. At least I assume. So, yeah. Yeah, they're regular ogres. You're fine. Let's get that um, loot. So, the regular ogres each have a set of rhino hide, uh, masterwork composite of short bows, masterwork great swords, cloaks, two cloaks of resistance, two cloaks of protection plus one, and 60 gold pieces apiece. And each has a potion of cure moderate wounds. Uh, the Oni Mage has a potion of displacement, a plus one mithril chain shirt, a plus one shock composite longbow with a plus five strength rating. Oh, fuck. A belt of incredible dex plus two, and perhaps most importantly, 30 arrows. Hell yeah. Real quick, uh, do you have a dex belt, Gina? I do have a plus three dex belt. Um, yeah, then I, I'm... Can I have the dex belt unless someone else wants it? By all means. Go for it. Okay, sweet. Oh, God, the caster has higher dex. What are we going to (laughs) do? My AC goes to 17. I'm looking for a plus three. Well, wait. What is a plus two dex? Is that just a plus one to dex? Yeah. Yeah. I have a plus four dex belt then. Sorry. No, it's okay. I knew what you meant. And a plus... Wait, no. Plus six dex belt, plus four intelligence headband. Dang, how'd you get a plus six? Those are 64k. What? Oh, did I? Maybe I did the math wrong. Nah, sixty-four is the. Uh, it's thirty-six. Sixty-four is a double. So, with the information you got at the camp, you know where the Morlock Warrens are that you're supposed to be searching for. Um, Can I just say that was played really well, you all? My body hurts. Yeah, I took a giant fucking lightning bolt to the chest. Two of them. Gina, I gotta say, going invisible and with your bomb, <clears throat> what a combo! A sight to behold. Yeah, so you know where the Morlocks are, um, but there might be some more exploring to do in the region if you're interested, or you can go straight straight to the Dwarven Ruins talked about and 
Do you want to explore the region more, or do we want to just go straight towards those dwarven ruins? I'm up for either. Uh, what do you all think? So, what is there left to explore in this region? I'm. Maybe there's some cool animals to look at. Maybe. As much as Laura is an avid outdoors woman, we have a mission. Yeah, I think I, I'm down for the ruins. I think, you know, the closer we get back to getting back to Krakadana, the happier I am. I'm down for democracy, so whatever people vote for, I'll go with that. Yeah, let's go ruins. Laura, would you like to wear this rhino hide? I look at the very nice dragon hide I have on. Fair enough. So, the dwarven ruins are far away, but not far enough away where you can't not make it in this day. As the sun begins to set over the hills that make up this valley, you approach an area that is much more put together, much more architecturally sound than the other parts. And in the distance, you see several stone arches that rise above broken pillars. There's scattered, tumble-down walls at the edge of the vast chasm. Icy water pours into a central wall here from a vast aqueduct that descends down the mountain across a half-mile-wide crevasse. Wow. The only structures that seem unbothered by time are four statues of dour dwarven warriors standing sentinel underneath the end of the aqueduct. The water thunders down into a ten-foot-wide hole carved in the stone. You know, I've been to a lot of places, but I've never been to a, the outskirts of a sky citadel before. It's quite beautiful. I mean, this is like almost kind of like... I mean, this is like the closest to like Lord of the Ringsy kind of stuff we've gotten to. This is almost like, in terms of architecture, it's like when Frodo and Sam are going across the river and they see those two massive statues after just being in the woods for years. Like the forts in the Fangwood were cool, but they were forts that you could see like they would be like medieval forts that like Europeans would have put together. This is. Like, the most fantasy stuff you've seen so far. Like this, aqu- mm-hmm. this aqueduct is huge, and I kind of imagine you guys, I don't know if you're still on horseback or whatever, just kind of, like, trotting in while... The dwarves truly do have a sense of scale for one so small. Charlie, why do you hate them again? What? I'm sorry? Why do you hate the dwarves again? They seem to be able to do such wonderful things. Oh, uh, so I don't hate them, but they're just untrustworthy. And I think they're up to something. But maybe we can get them on the righteous path again. <laughs> oh my God. Mm, crazy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Laura ponders that. Laura will remember this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let's see if there's loot. Get some aqua loot. I bet those aqueducts are full of water elementals. That's XP. I'll jump in the I'll jump in the well. It'll be a good time. Oh no, it's not a well. It goes down. Oh, <laughs> remember that time oh, you killed oh, my oh, wizard, oh, Gavin? Oh, oh no! Oh, that was a, that was a throwback oh, 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 oh. to UCM D&D days there. God, I don't know how you all suffered through me as a GM at that point. I was not good. I was like, let's have a level 40 character pop around with the party. Let's see what happens. So so what are, what are we going to do? Are we going to enter the ruins? Yeah. Take a rest? That's no, a we, should, Go to- we, should, we should probably take a nap before we uh, go into any right. ruins with the potentially a suspecting car- uh, NPCs that might murder us. That's a fair point. Uh, um, I would like my extracts back. So how far are you just sleeping like near the door or I say ten feet in. Just Let's see if it's full of Morlocks. Um Oh fuck no, the water. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a guardian giant octopus going tech. So 
uh, as you're setting up camp, I don't know, uh, to raise you, you kind of notice that these statues that are flanking the uh, road entrance to uh, the the ruins kind of have like a, a religious significance. I cast guys to myself to make a knowledge religion for 22. Uh, they are depictions of the dwarven god Grundinar, the dwarven god of friendship and hard work. <clears throat> They're kind of strange though, because they have their their heads are severed and they're like holding them which ah. seems strange for like a, a dwarven god statue i wonder if these Could are we get a knowledge fights. local or knowledge history about this particular ruin maybe i don't know what i'd be able to tell you about it D- the dwarves built it as a channel between their various settlements into different parts of the world and oftentimes when they build those settlements the outer gates are they adorn them and make them look really good and this one seems like it was built with the aqueduct to transport water but that's all you really know from anything it's just it was just it was just built by the edgiest dwarf architect he's like you know what would make this place look really metal what if they were holding their own heads hell yeah brother god's not dead he is truly alive oh i see that you have thoughts on eridan as well then he's likely just messing with you all the god of prophecy not seeing his own demise. It's almost... Oh, the rune lords. Where are they from? It does seem very godly, doesn't it? So, like... So, when you're setting up camp, like, you... Could, could I do, like, my uh, my survival check to find a good spot that'll be out of the rain and we'll be able to spot intruders before they spot us? Yeah. I'll Let me get a, find some wonderful moss. I roll... I'll assist you with a 20. God, I roll an 8. But luckily, plus twenty, plus seventeen makes it twenty-five, and then find a little niche, kind of next to one of the uh, sides of the aqueduct, plunged a little bit into the hillside that you think you can make a decent um, hidey hole from. Excellent, we have a hidey hole. So I guess reckoning back to uh, Jeff's little thing he did with the dwarves. Did you guys like cook or anything? What do you What do you do at the camp besides like heal and stuff? Well, I'm not much of a cook huh? myself, but. Uh, I, I think somebody with more local skills might be better for this. <laughs> that was a survival check. Oh, I got land skills. Is that what you're talking about? Local area network? <laughs> I mean, cookies are going to be survival or knowledge local, whatever way you want to do it. I'm so confused. Are we are we cooking or are we just like shooting the shit? Gaming. I would like to, uh, I, I have survival. I can probably make, I don't know, wilderness stew. Well, let me help with the, with the side dish. We may, may or may not contain up to 50% squirrel. I'll aid with an 18 to help you. So that'll be... Is an, an 18 succeeds, probably. So that'll be like... So what's, what's, your, what's your main 31, course? 31. Uh, squirrel stew. And I provide a side of rye bread with brioche uh, and, and some schmear. That's uh, very weird. So, uh, Will, you're able to find some animals. Um, surprisingly, skin them. Oh. Su- surprisingly not gamey. Uh, hmm. Very good animals. Oh, fuck. That means someone feeds them? I just killed a druid's pet or a Disney princess's pet. We need to leave. Pack your shit. No, it's it's fine. They just they just were fat squirrels who didn't run a lot. That was their first mistake. Oh, God, you <laughs> killed Buster. <laughs> no. 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 Excuse me? Buster is not a squirrel. How did I get Excuse this? me. It's, I knew I should have paid attention Wait, in nature you, class. Did you kill Charlie's bird? No. Unless he's a squirrel. So, so besides meat, what else goes Squirrel. in the wilderness stew? Uh, I'm gonna. I'll find some uh, some wild onions. Do some foraging. 
I'll probably find uh, some other, just like uh, some kind of uh, herbs to help spice it up a little bit. And the secret ingredient, acorns. Love. So what do you use as like the liquid base? Animal blood? I wish we had Probably just water, water and boil the meat. Maybe some wild potatoes. Fun fact, don't eat wild potato seeds. Wild potato seeds are actually very poisonous. It's weird. Uh, the, the aqueduct we could use for water. Uh, so Laura goes off a couple feet away to grab water. You guys talk shit behind her back when she's gone. I, t- I take like five steps out and I just start shooting animals. <laughs> I gotta say, as much as I disagree with Laura, she's really good in a fight, and I'm starting to forgive her for it. I don't, I don't know what she's ever done wrong. She seems like a stand-up woman to me, though. Well, she is quite stand-up. I just don't oh, like she She's very tall. I do understand that. I just didn't like um, how she handled the Cyrix thing, but maybe I overreacted. Look, I told you, that girl, she's living her best life. She's probably out whoring somewhere, probably enjoying every second of it. That's oh. Trey just cutting the rye bread with a mithril bread knife. We've discussed this. What happened, happened for a reason. Good or ill. I just I just missed her and overreacted. That's just my fault. I'm not going to tell Laura that, but, you know. Maybe you should. Oh, no. Penny, it's I all right to admit when you're wrong. For, I followed my husband for a decade and a half and didn't say a word to him. I'm not going to start now. You know, that sounds... Look, it sounds like you have a lot of unresolved uh, issues in regards to that whole <laughs> marriage thing. Uh, might I recommend um, meditation and uh, essential oils? Essential? What like what makes them essential? They, they smell really good and they help align your chakras. They're like pieces of your spirit that all represent something different. And when they're all in one line, it's like, um, oh, uh, Charlie might understand this phrase. It's uh, going Super Saiyan. Chakras are actually path- Pathfinder canonical. Yes, there are some monks <laughs> in the temple we spoke about. Do you have essential oils on you? I do. I've got peppermint, lavender, and chamomile. Um, how are you? I, I am a slut for chamomile. Uh, that's a very interesting way of phrasing that, but here you go. Yeah. And, uh, Gina drops out a couple I, of dribbles on your fingertips. What you want to do is you want to massage your temples with that, breathe it in through your nose, and just relax for 15 minutes while focusing on one point ahead of you and only focusing on that point and let it clear your mind of your stress and your troubles. All right, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and start. I like sit down and cross my legs, which I'm not very flexible, uh, but like I sit down and I like start looking at this rock and it's very. Like, I st- you, you see Penny straining to focus on the rock. Actually, Penny, for the next 24 hours, because of the essential oil, you get a plus one bonus to craft stone masonry. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they, can, so I can make that roll now if we, go, if we come up to it? Yeah. I mean, well, you're still technically untrained, but... You know, I that means it with, with all my bonuses and my checks and whatnot, that is a plus nine, so... So you can't fail a DC 10 check, which is the only kind of check you can make. <laughs> this is good for me. You all gotta just shoot the shit and talk about oils and whatnot, and Laura walks off to get water. And Laura, you dip the pot into the aqueduct, and then as you do that, you all hear a, the quiet little rumble, and you turn to your sides, and the heads that are in the arms of each statue slowly rise up and find their places on their heads. They each take a step towards you. Intruders! Intruders! Damn it. 
And that's the end of our broadcast week. Do you have stone to mud? I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have given you the oil. I think that it set off the set off the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.